Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The story of how I got a restraining order against my neighbor, Karen. I'm a 20 year old female who lives in a suburban neighborhood with my family. A few years ago, we had new neighbors move in next door. At first they seemed okay, but then they turned out to be complete party animals. I'm talking partying three times a week, blasting loud music until 2 a.m. Over the past year and a half, we've had multiple confrontations with our neighbors over petty stuff. In fact, I made a post about one of these petty confrontations with our neighbor on r slash malicious compliance. I'm shocked that post blew up as much as it did. And honestly, I almost forgot about the post entirely until a few weeks ago. Here is the story. Our neighbors were having another one of their super crazy pool parties and it was driving everyone in the neighborhood crazy. The police couldn't do much because we would make a noise complaint and the police would show up to give them a warning. Things would get quiet for maybe 30 minutes, but then the parting would start again. Over time, some neighbors began to give up and eventually some even moved away. This was especially upsetting for my mum when one of her friends, who lived on the other side of our neighbour, moved away due to a horrible neighbour. My mum had finally had enough. Once the party finally seemed to wind down at around midnight and guests started leaving, my mum marched straight up to the female owner of the house. We'll call her Lying Sally because she's a pathological liar. My mum warned her that we will start calling the cops on them more often if they don't stop. Of course, Lying Sally and her party guests laugh and start taunting my mum, which led to an ugly screaming match. Luckily, I had the common sense to record all of this, just in case. And thank God I did. At some point during the fight, Lying Sally screams at my mum, I'm going to freaking beat the F out of you. One of our neighbors called the cops, which I don't blame him for doing so. I was getting worried for my mum since Lying Sally kept threatening to F her up. The cops came and everything got peacefully resolved. It wasn't until the next morning I reviewed the video and remembered that you can file a restraining order against somebody for threat of assault. Now, here's the thing. I knew that filing a restraining order against someone can cause that person to maybe lose their job or make it very difficult for that person to find a future job. I knew from the sticker on the back of her car that she works in a daycare. If I were a nicer person, I could have let it go. Too bad I'm petty. So we filed the restraining order, took my neighbor to court, and after showing the judge the video, he was immediately on our side, especially after she'd initially tried to lie and claim that she never once threatened my mum. She didn't know I had video proof. The judge granted us the restraining order and we were jumping for joy. Meanwhile, lying Sally wouldn't stop crying and pleading with the judge to rethink his verdict. The real kicker? I made an anonymous call with a friend's phone to the daycare center where she worked and let her boss know 
everything a few days later I noticed that she'd removed the sticker on the back of her car I'm pretty sure she was fired because she started staying at home almost 24 7 her car almost never left the driveway Also the best part the crazy lab parties finally stopped. It's been radio silent for a whole month You can bet that during christmas our closest neighbors dropped off a lot of cookie tins and chocolates as thanks Now although this is posted in r slash petter revenge I agree with this comment that this is borderline nuclear revenge. Wow. How about this for a reply from op though? Also, if I wanted to go nuclear, I could show her husband the video footage we captured of her kissing one of the male party guests goodbye It wasn't a cute kiss on the cheek either. It was a full-on drunken tongue kiss. I'm petty not evil Oh my god And there we go despite having a literal restraining order put on this karen and getting her fired from her job Op could if they wanted to go one step further and truly make this petty revenge nuclear I was kind of thinking during this story Maybe it's a little bit too far to actually go to the extent of calling her job and making sure she gets fired But then thinking about it Would you ever want someone like this looking after your kids? Like there's no way she should be in that job in the first place Nonetheless great revenge and i'm happy that there's been some justice for the neighbors and they can now sleep in peace Work from home careful what your kids do if your company pays for your internet for a little while i had been dealing with two people emailing gregory i am not gregory after dealing with them i'm just gonna say gregory i'm sorry you have these people as your neighbors i hope my petty revenge trickles down and benefits you somehow so anytime there was a noise complaint i got an email to gregory but sent to me of course with words of intimidation that suggested there'd be problems if something wasn't done about it with the leasing agency seed someone closed their door too loudly at 10 p.m email someone laughed a little too loud over the weekend email some ongoing noise in the afternoon a much longer email after some escalation with additional statements of made us worry for our safety and well-being the leasing agent was including me in their reply alls and somehow the original two never really noticed that i was replying with i am not gregory please stop emailing me police were called repeatedly the police did not find anything to act on the leasing agent stated there were no other noise complaints after seeing my direct email to him about not being gregory by the way i'm not gregory the leasing agent apologized and made efforts to remove me from the two when replying early on i replied to the original two directly one email for each and tried to keep it as polite as possible so here we have one of the first emails from the beginning of this year noise complaint unit 403 hi gregory last night there was an overwhelming amount of loud noise and thumping coming from 403 that took place from after 12 o'clock late into the night because of this we were unable to sleep and that caused me to miss work today the noises we were hearing caused us to believe that there was someone being hurt it sounded like yelling and crying at times and also loud thumping on the floor as if someone were to have been thrown around or fallen these loud noises continued throughout the night what we were hearing made us worry for the safety and well-being of our neighbor So we'd called the police regarding a noise complaint and possibility of someone being harmed Even after the police had come they continued on afterwards Eventually the noise died down early in the morning We had a very stressful night in fear of someone being in danger But it turned out they were filming tiktok videos for fun This sort of noise has been going on almost every night This cannot continue I miss work and I won't get paid for this date I'm very tired and have a terrible headache right now and it will take me days to recover from that I hope you can talk to them during the day or in the beginning of the evening to prevent this from happening again Yours sincerely unit 303 and op has replied you might have better luck dealing with this if you weren't emailing random people over the internet I am not gregory. You sent this to the wrong person. Please check the email address you typed in and try again By the way, I am not 
Gregory. But of course, with each successive email being a reply in the chain, thanks to the original two, I was seeing the leasing agent's responses. The last time there was a noise complaint, the leasing agent confirmed on Gregory's behalf that he was not home that weekend. I continued to ask the original two again to stop emailing me because I'm not Gregory. The email stopped coming in for a short while, so I figured that issue was resolved. Nope. They were renting Gregory's parking spot. So of course, I got an email about that. Hi Gregory, we sold our car and we no longer need the garage rented for unit 303. Please cancel next month's charges. My reply, this has never been Gregory's email address. Stop freaking emailing me. There's the first time they've directly responded to me, by the way. OP, you are a terrible person. I will make sure I'll never have to deal with this again. Huh, okay. Sounds like a threat, but okay. I'm ready to forget it at this point. Four hours later, I start getting subscribe notifications and new account creation emails. For clarification, I'm getting these emails because they're using my email address to sign up for things to spam me because I complained about them emailing me and told them to stop. They both created new accounts using my address and signed me up for newsletters. I had to laugh because it was so obvious. It might have been a clever form of revenge, oh, 20 years ago. Between the original two putting their full names down as signatures in emails, having relatively distinctive names, the leasing agent's office, it was pretty easy to suss out that they were in a small suburb of Vancouver. So that narrowed everything down significantly. So I log into some of the accounts after resetting the passwords, check the sessions, and of course, geolocation of session history is from the original two's neighborhood. Armed with just enough information to intimidate as to get them to back off, but not imply there is anything threatening going on, I emailed the original two. This is from January the 18th, just two days ago at the time of recording. What you're doing is incredibly petty. Signing me up for emailing lists and trying to create accounts just because I asked you to stop emailing me several times. The problem is, all of these requests you're making are logged. And when I log in on these sites, I can see the IP addresses the requests are being made from. Name redacted specifically. Trying to add me to emailing lists because you're trying to have your revenge at being slighted isn't going to get you anywhere. You contacted the wrong person. You won't stop involving yourself with the wrong person after being told you had the wrong person. You might think you're getting your little zaps of joy with this, but seriously, ask yourself, are you willing to deal with the consequences of such? I will accept an apology and an agreement to never contact me again. And then one of them replied, Hey, I'm upset at the way you've treated my mother. You don't deserve an apology. And the mother said, I don't say sorry to terrible people. Oh, what freaking ever. I continued to get more email signups and subscriptions. So the emails continued through the night. I went to bed, woke up to a few more. Fine. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe, delete, delete, unsubscribe. Done. The rate was so slow that it was obvious they were doing this manually. Almost admirable in its effort. Slow, slow, petty effort. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see OP's inbox from January the 18th. You can see a few examples of the spam emails. OP has said that since the sites and email newsletters are so specific, they almost have to wonder if they just signed OP up for the same things they were signed up for. I'd be inclined to agree, to be fair. Cat Fairies newsletter, Pottery Barn Kids tree hugger iHeartRadio. i don't know then the emails continued well into business hours this meant that it was evident from her emails to gregory by the way i'm still not gregory that she works from home so it's on one of those sites they created an account on using my email address was linked in big mistake she used it extensively for employment rang up a friend of mine at microsoft and asked him if he could forward an abuse report on my behalf Her profile is now gone. Before that profile disappeared, I noted her current employer and sent the CEO this email. 
OP has used the subject line employee abuse of services. An employee of yours appears to be using company resources to harass someone online. I've repeatedly asked her to stop emailing me. She seems to think I'm a neighbor named Gregory. After making it a point to tell her to F off because she didn't get the hint the first few times I told her I was not Gregory, she took it upon herself to tell me that she will make sure she'll never have to deal with this again. Shortly after, I started getting signed up for emailing lists online, having accounts created using my email address or with a geolocation for the IP address logged. The problem is these emails have continued to come in well past business hours. I suspect your employee listed on linkedin as a payroll administrator is using your company resources to harass me online please look into this issue attached are screenshots for reference about an hour later i get an email from the sun f you i decided to not respond the sign up and subscription email stopped at least Towards the end of the business day, I got this reply. Hello, OP. I've been asked to respond to your inquiry of behalf of blank following your email communication to the blank earlier today. I wish to report back that we have looked into this matter and can confirm that the individual in question is no longer an employee with us. I also want to assure you that all IT software and credentials for this individual are now deactivated based on our review. Should you have any further concerns, please let me know as we treat these matters seriously and want to ensure that public sector resources are not being utilized inappropriately. Kind regards, the director of HR from corporate, whatever this company is. And there we go. I did tell them that I wasn't Gregory. Again, I'm not even entirely sure if this counts as petty revenge. At the very least, it's more than that, right? Because someone has lost their job because of you. That's quite serious. That's not petty. That's affecting someone's livelihood. I'm not saying it's not justified because it definitely is. But still, to call it petty, I'm not sure. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now for the final post of this episode, a little fun one to end things. Entitled Parker parked in my driveway, so I blocked them in and got drunk all weekend. Friday night, I came home from work to find someone on our block was having a large party and someone decided they were entitled to park in my driveway. Keep in mind, my driveway is a single car width lined with a retaining wall on both sides and a garage at the end. Essentially impossible for a tow truck to come pull them out without property damage. Seeing this and the lack of street parking, I took this as a queue to park right behind them in my driveway. Now, a few hours go by and their entitled parker is now knocking at my door, demanding I move my car so she can leave. Seeing as they were demanding, I informed them that I'd been drinking and would not move my car. The entitled parker then decides to call the police to get them to force me to move. When the police knocked on my door, I was sure to grab a beer from the fridge before I answered to talk to the officer. I'd informed him that after I got home, I was unwinding and had been drinking and was in no shape to drive. At this point, their hands were tied because they couldn't tow her car out 
I'm a no shape to drive and I'm legally parked in my driveway. I ended up telling the entitled parker that since it's a long weekend, I would be on a weekend long bender and they could come and move their car after I go to work on Tuesday. And there we go. Finally, some actual petty revenge in a petty revenge episode. I didn't think that was ever going to happen, but it did. Save the most petty to last as I like doing so. But look, a funny story to end because again, as OP said, there's actually nothing illegal going on here from their perspective. They've parked legally in their driveway. They then legally now cannot drive their car again or even move for a second because that would be illegal DUI. Uh, So there's nothing that this person can do apart from just take it. Like you could feel sorry for this person and I'd understand it if you did, but ultimately they have parked in someone else's driveway without their permission. They could have just parked, you know, a couple of minutes walk away and just done the walk. But no, laziness, being entitled, you get what you deserve. Great stuff. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for this one. If you're watching on YouTube, get in the comments and let me know how you'd rank these three stories and what subreddits you really think they should be in. Because the first two, for me, weren't really that petty. The third one, 100% was. And if anything, has saved this episode. But the first two, I want to know. Nuclear, pro, you let me know. And if you want more stories that are definitely petty right away, click on this video also linked in the top of the description. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.